Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined once again by my darling friend and huge inspiration, Georgie Stevenson. Georgie has been a guest on the show before, chatting about her journey from lawyer to entrepreneur, and I invited her back on the show to chat about how she's dealing with the current times, how she continues to master her mindset, her healthy working from home habits, and so much more. Georgie is one of my greatest inspirations, and I feel incredibly lucky to have her in my life. A super savvy businesswoman, Georgie left her corporate law job to pursue her passion for inspiring women to rise up, take bold action, and conquer their dreams. With a highly engaged audience of over 300,000, Georgie shares her personal stories, learnings, and experiences with her community to inspire them to live unapologetically. In addition to her personal brand, Georgie co-founded Naked Harvest with her brother Cooper in 2019. The young go-getters are shaking up the supplements industry by providing clean, natural supplements to elevate performance. I absolutely loved this chat with Georgie and I hope it can give you guys some insight into the nourishing conversations that we often have as friends. I was lucky enough to host my live events with Georgie back in August and I'm truly inspired by her every single day. So I hope you love this episode as much as I did recording it. Introducing Australia's newest feel-good place for all things health, beauty and wellness. Beautifullyhealthy.com.au is here. Your new must-go-to shop for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. Hello, my beautiful friend, Georgie. Welcome back to the Healthy Hustle podcast. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to be back here. It's been a while. I know it has been a while and we've done a lot together since. I know so much has happened before we were just strangers meeting and now we're like best friends with a business almost. I know. (laughs) So funny when I was doing like thinking about what I wanted to chat to you about I was like holy crap like I know everything about her. I don't really need to write questions. <laughs> I was like, the first time I came to your house, I'd never met you, didn't know much about you. And now, yeah, we're basically besties. We semi have a business together and our husbands are obsessed with each other. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and your daughter has the same name as me. So, exactly. My daughter's named after you. So, there you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who so would have thought? Mads, when you had Georgia, so many people, not so many people were like, did she name Georgia after you? And I was like, oh my God, no. But yeah, <laughs> do you know how many? <laughs> I was like, I made that impact on her. <laughs> you honestly did. And I've told this story a few times on the podcast, but I interviewed you and another Georgia really, really close together. Like you're, I think, two weeks apart or something. And I was obviously pregnant. I think I was 13 weeks pregnant when I interviewed you for the first time and I hadn't really told anyone that I was pregnant. And then two weeks later, I interviewed another Georgia and Ryan and I could not decide on girls' names whatsoever. We were just like, couldn't agree on anything, but we had a boys one sorted and we didn't know the sex of the baby. And I went home to him and I was like, I've got a girl's name. 
what about Georgia? And he's like, I love it. He's like, where did you just think of that? And I'm like, well, I've just interviewed these two Georgias in the last two weeks and they're both just like so driven, so inspiring, so sure of who they are. And I just feel like it's such a strong girl's name. And there you go. That's where Georgia was I love that so much. It's so funny because growing up, like I have three older brothers and I always like whinged to mom and was like, mom, you have three older boys. Like, why would you call me Georgia? Like it is, it's like a, it's quite a, like a strong female name. And I'm like, why would you do this to me? But now I a hundred percent agree. I, I do enjoy it. So that's yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful name. So I want to start off today by, I know you are a huge advocate for self-care. So I would love to know what is one self-care practice that you've really been incorporating this week? So I'm going to kind of change it up, (laughs) even though you're asking for one. So for my podcast this month, we're actually doing a self-care challenge. And so we have this little template. uh, It's on the Instagram and there's 31 little self-care challenges. It's just stuff like journaling, taking a walk, watching the sunset, like different stuff. And so usually my go-to self-care is getting into nature and having my journaling time. So I really need time to reflect and get things out of my head onto pieces of paper because there's just a lot happening in the head. (laughs) And so I find that amazing. And so usually that's something I would say, but it's been really interesting because, you know, there's these 31 practices and the first, you know, week or two, it was so easy to tick them off because I do all of them. But now we're getting down to like sort of, we are halfway through the month, getting down to like some other ones and it's not stuff I usually do. And so it's really interesting. Every day has looked quite a bit different and it has actually been quite nice to do some different self-care practices, even some different journaling prompts because I tend to like journal about the same things. Uh, It has been nice to, even though I'm still doing self-care, it's almost like getting out of my comfort zone and kind of pushing me to do things I wouldn't usually do and realizing they are very helpful and calming and grounding, which is definitely like what my self-care is about. So yeah, I couldn't tell you like one because they have been so different this week, but anything basically that gets me out of my head, makes me feel calm and grounded, gets me into nature is self-care sort of practice for me. I love it. Yeah. So when you talk about journaling, what are some of your kind of main journaling prompts that you would use in the mornings when you're you're sitting there doing a bit of self-care? It's funny you ask this. So I used to be a big uh, journal prompt sort of person. Now I almost don't even write questions and I will just sit there and write whatever is coming out to my mind. But usually if I'm kind of not feeling myself, if I'm feeling a bit funky, that's when I know I need to journal. So it's, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to sound really weird, but I will literally sit there and be like, how are you feeling? And then I will write out how I'm feeling. So I'm like asking myself these questions. And a big thing for me is just like checking in with myself. So how are you feeling? Um, You know, maybe I'm upset and it's like, you know, why are you so upset about this certain thing? And then journaling and then asking another question. And for me, journaling is really getting in touch with my feelings and emotions because I am someone who is quite, well, I used to be quite disconnected from them. So that's like a big thing. And then also I'll just journal stuff that makes me feel a higher vibe 
So a big thing I do to shift my vibe, like the number one thing to shift your vibe is gratitude. So I will just write this whole page of gratitude, not in a list, but just in this like kind of free flow journaling. And so I'll just say what I'm grateful for. And I also entwine um, kind of like my goals as if they have already happened. So it's like, I'm grateful that this has happened when in reality it hasn't happened, if that makes sense. So it's like this big sort of practice of like, if I need to check in with my feelings, um, what I'm grateful for, my goals. And so it usually used to be very set, like here's a question and I answer it. But now I have kind of just like formed into a practice that feels right for me. But I highly recommend if you are someone who is like anxious or you struggle to like kind of know why you're feeling a certain way, journaling surprisingly has been so amazing. Even doing that prompting of like, how do I feel today? And just like really getting down to the nitty gritty has helped me so much. Yeah, I love that. I think it's such a good insight because so many people, you know, are told to journal or I even know with Ryan when he went through a few things personally a few years ago, I kept saying to him, oh, you need to journal, you need to write. And he ended up just saying to me one day, like, what am I meant to write? Like, you know, you keep saying that this is such a good practice. And it actually just reminded me that like, sometimes those things can just be like they are fear-based things that people don't know where to start from. So that's such a good insight into, you know, how you do it. And I think the more you can do it, the more you become comfortable with it. Mm. And one day um, I was doing a 21-day meditation challenge. One of the exercises was they asked you a question, but instead of writing, you had to draw things that are associated with that and how you wanted to feel. It was really cool. And it kind of like took you out of your comfort zone because I'm like the worst drawer in the world. <laughs> like can't even draw as in like stick person. <laughs> um, so it was actually really interesting having to almost just like shift that thinking um, mm. and get outside of your comfort zone and think like, well, what, what drawings do I associate with this feeling? So mm. I think just having fun with it as well. And like you said, be a bit more free flowing. See, I am an atrocious like speller and that sort of thing. And like with my journaling, girlfriend, (laughs) so bad. Um, Like you don't worry about how you're spelling things or if it makes sense or anything like that. It's like truly just something you will read. And I just thought of something then when you were talking about Ryan. Like also a big thing for me is when I'm in a situation where I'm kind of like fearful or like really hung up on something. Often when you write it down and you see it on a piece of paper, it becomes less of this big thing if that it loses its power. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, like that. a fear or something that um, is really upsetting you, or maybe it's a reason why you're not going after something you want. Like you write it down and you're like, oh my God, that's so silly. Or like, yeah, like it loses its power. And I think that's why I love writing things down. Because I yeah. tend to get all up in my head way too much. Totally, it's almost like say, you know when you say something out loud to someone, or you retell a yeah. story that like you were so angry about something, and then you retell the story, and you're like, oh, almost a bit actually, embarrassed. Yeah, you're like, oh, what was my point to this? Why am I so worked up? <laughs> so it probably has that same power of yeah, exactly. You you almost let go of it and realize that you're 
making it into like building it into something that it doesn't necessarily need to be because I think that's a thing with fear as well and I know you and I both talk so much about you know stepping outside of our comfort zone and we and we constantly are challenging ourselves to do that and one of the biggest things in that is overcoming fear and fear can really be quite paralyzing at times and then the moment that you realize what you're actually afraid of it just becomes smaller and smaller and then you look back and think why did I even think twice about that? You realize exactly. that it's actually an emotion or a feeling. So now we are in pretty wild times mm. right now. It's it's a wild time to be alive. And I know you and I have chatted quite a bit over the course of the last kind of month or so of, of this all playing out. And it's been so refreshing talking to you because I think, you know, just having that friend that you can lean on and be quite vulnerable with and I think just be open about how you're feeling is so so important but I'd love to know on a personal level how you've kind of been prioritizing your health amongst all of this chaos (laughs) yeah for sure well just also a note on that too like yeah me and Maz have been talking And how I'm kind of feeling and dealing with things is not linear. Like it's very much changing. Uh, You know, like one week I'm like on top of the world, feeling amazing. I'm like, this is our new world, embracing it, um, you know, kicking goals, feeling really good. And then the next week I just feel so drained and almost angry for things changing so quickly without, um, you know, having any warning. And I'm such a planner and... So definitely a big thing I just want to say before we get into that chat is like if you are feeling lots of emotions or even no emotions or all the emotions, like whatever you're feeling, it is just so normal because this is such an unprecedented time. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really been kind of just taking it one day at a time. Me and my husband, Timothy, were actually supposed to be traveling to Europe like literally next week. And so it was our first time there. We had this big trip planned and I had been working extremely hard. Um, Like I didn't really take time off at Christmas in the lead up because, you know, we're supposed to be away for six weeks. And I thought, you know, I have to get everything sorted. I have to work extra hard. And then now that we're not going away, I can really feel myself just like I was hanging out for it a hundred percent. And so, yeah, I feel really disappointed. I feel angry. I feel a bit like like unplanned and everything is just a bit uh, spiraling, if that makes sense. And then it's also because I'm such a control freak, I've been really struggling with just not being able to plan the next six to 12 months. So, because we're going for Tim's brother's wedding and they've got to rebook that, but it's like, when will we even be able to travel and like all this different stuff. So, to be honest, like I, it has kind of hit me more than I have, have expected. And I have just been trying to take it, yeah, just one day at a time. Um, A big thing for me right now is doing my self-care practices and making sure I do my like mental health practices of like journaling and meditation because I am noticing I'm just feeling way more tired. I'm feeling exhausted uh, just because of, you know, the sudden change and dealing with that and all that sort of thing. And then a big part of it has just been keeping routine where I can. So I've been doing home workouts, which it was actually quite lucky because I 
had this random sort of epiphany and started doing home workouts December last year as a time saver because like going to the gym, doing the workout and then coming home was taking up an hour of the morning. And like my morning is like my greatest like brain time. And so I swapped to home workouts and then it's funny because it's not funny, but all this happened and everyone's doing home workouts. So I make sure, you know, every single morning I'm up, I do my home workout, I have my routines of journaling, taking the dogs for a walk, all those different things. So even though we're in a time where lots is changing, lots is different, even though I have been working from home for a couple of years, so not too much has changed, but just like the feelings of change, knowing the world is different, knowing there's a lot of people going through a really hard time too is something I'm struggling with. I think I'm a bit of an empath where I really pick Mm. up people's energy. So uh, through all that, the biggest thing for me has just been like my sort of healthy little routines and practices to keep me in routine, to keep me sane. Yeah, it's so interesting that you touch on that because I had Ange from the Gratitude Project, who I know has been on your podcast as well, on the show uh, last week. And she was talking about routine as well and how once upon a time she used to think that, you know, not having a routine and, you know, just going with the flow allowed freedom. When in turn, the moment that she started to incorporate routine, she actually had so much more freedom and and time to do what she needed. And it really struck a chord with me because it is exactly how I've started to feel throughout this isolation period, leaving a corporate job, then going to working from home and kind of having the freedom to work my own hours and be my own boss and work on the weekend if I wanted. And then going to being a mum and losing, I guess, a lot of control. What I've realized is how important routine is. And it actually does allow a lot more freedom because all of a sudden, you know what you're expecting from your day when things are going to happen and where you can find those pockets for self-care or getting outdoors or doing something to fill up your own cup. You know, in the past, I've almost just let the day go by however it's meant to go. And I get to three o'clock and I'm like, holy crap, like I haven't had lunch. I, what have I even achieved today? Like I haven't been outside. Some days I wasn't even showered. And now all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I actually feel so successful at the end of the day when I have been in a good routine because I can look back on the day and think, well, we got out for a walk, like George has been fed, I've had a coffee, you know, I've done this X, Y, and Z for work, I've done a workout, whatever it is. And you look back and think, oh, I've actually achieved something rather than just feeling like defeated every single day. A hundred percent. And a big thing to add to that, Mads, you've really hit the nail on the head is what we don't realize is literally making a decision. So choosing whether you have coffee now or coffee later, that is brain power. And as we go through the day, we use this like brain power. It's actually called something else. I can't remember. Um, But as we go through the day and we use this, it basically drains us, which of course makes sense. So if you think about it, if you don't have any routine and every single day, you constantly have to go through, should I do this now? Should I do that? And use all those brain powerful decisions instead of just knowing what you're going to do. You're going to, when you have routine, you're going to have so much more brain power for the things that matter, like creative projects to get work done, you know, for that sort of thing, rather than like silly little things of deciding if you're working out now or working out later. 
Mm, I love that. That's an awesome way to look at it. It's an actual study. I'll have to look it up because there's this this word that he said. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But it's I'd, love to, I'd love to science. read more on that. It's, yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> now, touching on your home workouts, though, I have been loving them, seriously. They're bloody hard, though, girl. They're not catered for a mum who's just had a baby. <laughs> It's so funny because I keep saying to Ryan, I'm like, it's seriously so nice. I think because you are my friend, I actually feel like I've been able to spend time with you. And a lot of the time I'll catch myself like responding to you and I'm like, Maddie, she cannot hear you. (laughs) No, it's so funny you say that because I recently, yeah, like I've been doing the live, so I'm usually the one hosting them and I've loved it because it's keeping me so accountable because there's, you know, been days where I'm like, I don't feel like working out this morning, but we've told everyone there's going to be a live workout, so I have to do it. But the other day we had another girl, Jess, she took over Naked Harvest's live and she did a booty workout. And so I followed her and I loved it because I know Jess, it's like we're spending time together, you know, like, you know, all their little like personality things they play and then just being in the room and knowing someone else is doing the exact same workout at the same time Mm -hmm. for some reason was so much more motivating. And like I pushed through even though I was feeling a bit drained that day. Yes, it's so true. No, I absolutely love it. And I know that was a huge part for you with the business Naked Harvest, which is the business you co-found with your brother, Cooper. I know that that was a huge part of pivoting for you. Can you talk a little bit more to us about how you came up with that idea and how it has allowed you to pivot at this time? Naked Harvest, we are an all-natural supplements company, so we don't really do fitness. But obviously, COVID-19 happened. There was a lot of disarray. Everyone started to work from home. All the gyms shut down. And a big thing for everyone is obviously, you know, it's healthy. We've got to be moving our body, uh, shifting energy out of our body. And I know a lot of people were kind of freaking out because of the gyms, the loss of motivation and that sort of thing. So, We also, I'm not going to lie, we went through this little period where I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like people losing their jobs, no one's going to want supplements. My husband had just like quit his job to work in the company and I was like in this really low place. And then basically we had this team meeting and we really thought we're like, look, at the moment, everyone is going to feel super out of routine, super unmotivated, uh, super scared. And so we just thought, what can we do as a company, as a small business to help our customers feel safe, um, to help them feel motivated and healthy and that sort of thing. And we were already doing the NH uh, workouts, which is this like private Instagram page for our NH gang where people can do workouts. And they were all home workouts where we were like, great, but we wanted to go that extra mile. So we thought, we'll get on live, we'll do workouts, even though I was really like, I was like quite scared because it's almost like this daunting thing of like having to go on live, you can't stuff up and then like you're trying to work out, you're trying to tell people what to do is actually quite funny. Um, but it's it worked out amazing because our community loved it. Um, like we were just saying, there's just something about knowing someone else is doing the exact same workout at the exact same time, um, especially like the lives being at certain times. So, you know, you still got to get up, you got to do the workout. And we just find it was a really good value add to our community. And I think at the moment with everything happening, the biggest thing you can do is give not so much like it doesn't have to be free, 
but giving value to your community, giving them some sort of security and safety in, you know, this whole crazy world uh, was a big thing. So that's something we did. We also lowered our price to NH Fit and we did free shipping for a certain amount of time and that sort of thing. So I think I know a lot of businesses are doing it too and it's amazing, but just thinking about how can we help the consumer right now? How can we help someone who is working from home, who isn't leaving the house, uh, to feel a bit more motivated, to just to give a little bit more joy to their day. And it's so like we just thought live workouts and it has been so good. I have loved it so much and I know our community is really loving it too. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Beautifully healthy, an exciting destination for online shoppers who are passionate about their health and beauty. As an online health, beauty and wellness community, you'll benefit from the range of relevant on-trend brands at affordable prices, personalized offers, gifts, specials and rewards. You'll also have access to rich content and easy-to-navigate web pages to make your shopping experience simple and easy. It's the feel-good place for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. So hustle your way to beautifullyhealthy.com.au and register. That's all you need to do to receive a $20 gift voucher. At the moment, it is so important to not get caught in, I guess, that feeling of disappointment or frustration too much. I know it's definitely a natural human reaction right now and I definitely got caught in it for a couple of weeks of just feeling so disappointed, so frustrated that my business wasn't going to go to plan, that all of the things that I was so excited for, you know, and had worked so hard for weren't going to come to life. Um, I know you and I had some pretty big plans again mm-hmm. for this year that we kind of can't do now. Um, but yeah, really having to step back from it to choose gratitude, to put things into perspective and just realize like everyone is going through this right now. Everyone is having to adapt. And Ryan actually kept saying to me, he's like, Maddie, I went to this event and these two girls spoke about pivoting. You need to pivot. And I remember just being like, Ryan, shut up. I don't need that right now. I was in a good mindset then. I'm not in a good mindset now. But it's so true. I think just, you know, accepting what's happening and then learning how to pivot. And Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, a huge part's been having to move my interviews online. Yes. But they're working. And all of a sudden, I've been able to simplify my business. I'm getting just as much joy from it. People are still listening to episodes like there's been no kind of dramatic Mm. downturn of my business. So I love that you you guys have done that so quickly and kind Mm. of really thought about what value you can add to other people's life, which in turn has then added value to your life. Like you said, you love getting up and doing those workouts. So yeah, Uh, just to add to that, Mads, uh, definitely what has been great about this crazy time is it has made people pivot and kind of think outside the box because I would have never hosted live workouts or even thought to do something like that if this didn't happen. And so now we're really like, you know, we've been doing them for a couple of months and we were actually going to stop. And like our community is like, no, like we want them to keep going. So we've now found also this uh, another avenue in our business, which, you know, our business is not 
fitness and workouts, it's supplements, but we're finding this different avenue where we know people really like it. And so if you do have a business, it is very much about thinking outside the box. And like you said, how do we get this online? And often online is way more simple. Like you Mm. said, Mads, like I remember when you were telling me how you did all your interview in person and I was like, what? Are you kidding? Because I was doing mine online of, of before this. And I totally get the in-person thing, like a hundred percent, there is so much more connection and that sort of thing. But I think because you've done so many in-person interviews, you know how to get that with mm. um, the speaker. But it's all about thinking outside the box and being like, how can I pivot? How can I add value and how can I do things a bit differently, which actually might like, I know a lot of businesses are doing things differently and I would not be surprised if they stick after everything, you know, quote unquote, goes back to normal. Absolutely. And I think it's so interesting to realize like you can still achieve everything you need and everything you want from the comfort of your home. I think as humans, we naturally strive for more and more and more. And the more that we inject, the more that we almost want. For me, it's like the more goals I achieve, the more I create bigger ones, which in turn can actually make me more stressed, more anxious, not overly satisfied or proud of what I actually achieved, whether this has really made me like strip everything back and just be like, okay, what brings you joy? What is going to still give you the happiness and the satisfaction but that you can do from the comfort of your own home instead of just constantly overcomplicating things, which we seem to do a lot of <laughs> as humans. A hundred percent. So now you have your own podcast, as I'm sure everyone listening knows, but if they don't, can you please tell us a little bit about the Rise and Conquer podcast? Yes, of course. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, so I have my own podcast, the Rise and Conquer podcast. And it's funny because someone actually asked this the other day who he is like not on social media, didn't know the podcast or anything like that. And I was trying to think of like a great way to explain it. And even though I don't want to kind of force it into this niche and I don't want to be sexist or anything like that, but really this podcast was born with the message and sort of the backing of I wanted to empower other females to go after what they want and to really kind of lose the fear, go after what they want, feel empowered um, and have a lot of passion and intention in their life because for a long time, I was running on autopilot and I did things because I thought I had to do them. I did things, you know, for other people's approval and for my parents' approval and because I thought that's what you did in society, being a female and different sort of things. And I've come to realize is we just keep ourselves, and I know I say women and I know you know there's men out there too that feel this way, but I think I'm just very passionate about it because I am a woman. But I think as women, sometimes we keep ourselves small because there's so many distractions. There's so many distractions of, you know, we have a lot of pressure to look a certain way. We have a lot of pressure to be maternal and mothers. And we have a lot of pressure to do things at certain times and want to get married and all these things that are, and I don't want to call them distractions, but 
we just have a lot more pressure from society to be a certain person. And I realized that once I kind of took all those pressures off and I did exactly what I wanted and I really went after what I wanted and I found out what I wanted, if that makes sense, my life was just so different. And I know as females, we can get so stuck in little things that they kind of just don't matter. And for me, a big thing was, you know, my weight and my appearance. And I have a whole backstory with that. Yeah. So I guess I just, I wanted a platform. I wanted a space. And even though, you know, I have a, I have a big following and an Instagram and all that sort of thing, but I wanted more of a space where other women who felt like I felt could go and have a message and have a chat with someone who, you know, is feeling the same way and just some guidance and support and advice because that's what I did. And it completely transformed my life and has made me into someone who I am so proud of. And I just enjoy my life and I enjoy every single day. And I want others to feel that too. But it is such an incredible podcast. It's honestly, and it's not even because you're my friend, but it's the only one I listen to, I swear. And you have honestly just created such a beautiful community and of girls who really feel like you are their best friend. And I think the advice and the lessons that you were giving to them are so, so, so important. And, you know, I can only hope that my Georgia, well, I know you'll be a role model to her. I'm very lucky that you will be, but I hope, you know, she can grow up with role models just like you who are huge influencers because you are honestly changing girls' lives. And, you know, I'm just so incredibly proud to be your friend Aww. and to see you do that. But something we were talking about the other day when we had our last phone call and it really gave me a lot of comfort and we're both talking a little bit about the frustrations that we're facing at the moment with our businesses and you said to me the one thing that you keep reminding yourself of is wherever you have put your energy in the past it has grown and I really loved that because I am probably at a stage where I was looking into the other lane a lot and I was comparing myself to other people who had got somewhere before I did or was somewhere that I wanted to be. And I think that it was just a really, really powerful thing that I've thought a lot about and has brought me a lot of comfort during this time was that if you continue to put your energy into something, it will eventually grow. And you are a testament, your business is a testament to that and what you have done over the years and all of the energy and the value that you give to people with expecting nothing in return shows because of the result that you now have your own business and at living your passion and your dream. So I would love some of your tips for anyone else who's feeling a little bit stuck right now or maybe getting that feeling of like, is this all worth it? Like, why am I doing this? What would your tips be to them? So I've got a few. <laughs> Always have lots. And I, we were chatting about that and we were, we were chatting about a sort of a business side of something. And I was chatting to you and I was kind of saying, you know, I wanted this thing to happen and it wasn't happening. But actually, when I got quite honest with myself, I was maybe putting 10 to 20% of my time and I was expecting, you know, 100% of the results. And so a big thing with that is I'm telling you now, like if you want something, if you want something to go further, the first step I'd say is like 
get clear and be very honest with yourself. I know things are changing right now. Um, It's really hard to plan because we don't know how that is. But I want you to really think about right now what's a couple of steps in the right direction or wherever you want to go. Don't get too stuck on like then result, what's going to happen in a year or that sort of thing, but always just look kind of just a little bit in front of you and focus on that. And I am such a big believer in we create our own reality. So I know it's so easy to look around and see, um, you know, people who it seems like they're working the same as us and they've got, you know, this huge success or they've got a lucky break and it can be really disheartening, if you will. And my kind of thing to that is, and that's even like I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder because I often get this thing about, you know, people thinking, I've got my success just because the way I look and my Instagram, Um, whereas in reality, like they didn't see the seven years of doing my law degree while doing my social media. Like I would literally wake up 4.30, go to gym, do a bit of my social media stuff, get to work at 7.30, do either law or social media at my lunch break, get home, edit YouTube videos. Like it was ridiculous how hard I was working and I didn't see anything from that for literally five years, if that makes sense. So it would have been so easy for two years in for me to go, oh, well, like I'm not seeing anything. You know, there's a YouTuber who went viral and has, you know, whatever followers, I'm just going to give up now. And it's just... I don't know, like nothing good comes easy and I'm all about trusting the process and I truly believe, and this is something new um, I've been like really speaking about, Mads. I don't know if we've had a discussion about this, but I truly believe that like desires are put on our heart for a reason. So we're all built so differently, but I truly believe like you, Mads, We're on FaceTime, so I can see her. <laughs> I'm pointing at her. Uh, like you, Mads, like you have your podcast, The Healthy Hustlers, and our events and all these different things that are passions and they're on their heart and they're exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And I have, you know, my different desires and passions and whatnot. And so, like, if you really believe in something, you really want to do something, it's like stick with it like believe in your passions, trust the process and what Mads is saying right right at the start of like what you put your energy in and where you place your energy is where you grow. So I think another thing too is just being a bit honest about like, could you be putting more time into this project or could you kind of free up time somewhere else where it's actually not making the biggest difference or propelling you forward to put in the project or something like that? Like, I don't know. I hope that kind of like is answering the No, question. I love it. I, I went on a bit so of a rant much. then. <laughs> no, that was awesome. And we haven't spoken about your desires and I haven't? really, really love that. No. Oh, this and is like I think this new thing that I've like, it's like I've had this download or like the universe or something. I journal about it a lot. I speak on my YouTube and I'm kind of like, if, for example, like I feel like, you know, if you get this like download or desire to like go and paint or like do something creative, like I'm such a big believer in like, like that's come to you for a reason, whether it's like for joy, whether it's a next step in your journey um, or anything like that, but like listen to it, listen to the intuition, listen to your desires and like keep moving forward. And I think you 
can have a lot of clarity around that because of the amount of time that you put into meditation and journaling. And I know you and I spoke a lot about it at our events, but you know, the importance of really creating that space to allow those downloads and that to like I talk a lot about the healthy hustlers, the idea of it literally being a download. Like I remember the moment of walking through yes. the botanical gardens and it, like I swear to God, the only way I can describe it is like something just dropped into my head and I had so much clarity around exactly what the business should be, who we need to talk to, the name, like everything just hit me like a download from the heavens above. And the only reason I can explain that that happened is because I had created that space. I had prioritized meditation and, you know, getting more in tune with my intuition. And I think exactly what you were just saying then about the desires is so, it's so true. I think we, if we can think about something, if we can desire it or imagine it, it's actually possible. Like it's completely possible. So I think we need to kind of push away the clutter and like the fear of like how it's going to work out or how we're going to get there and just Mm. believe so wholeheartedly that it will happen. That's also very much kind of the practices of law of attraction and creating your own reality. So if you want this, you know, let's just say it's this new project, it's this new passion project you want to do, or maybe it's a side hustle, but maybe you work so extremely hard in your job and then you have this full social life and it's like, where would this even fit in with your current life because you're not creating any space for it? And so that's like when um, I know in kind of the books about law of attraction, they say, um, I remember this story and it was like this girl who was a woman who was manifesting a husband. And so like she used to park on one side of the garage and leave this like other park because like that's where his car was meant to be. And that's such like a physical representation of creating space and like had his side of the bed and like all this different stuff. And it's so true. Like if you want something in your life, you do need to create space so it can then slot in and a hundred percent tying that back into like the energy when me and ads, mad, ads, <laughs> when me and mads were having that conversation, I was kind of complaining about something not coming into my life, into fruition. Whereas in reality, like I am so busy with like all my other projects I kind of don't have the room. And so it's like, it's Mm -hmm. taking that honesty with with yourself and being like, okay, yeah, I want these things, but like, what am I doing to actually action them into my life? It's so true. And I think creating the space is exactly right. Like you need, you need to do that. And with us for our events, I remember saying to you throughout the whole events, like, I just feel like we're exactly where we're meant to be. Like Mm. every single thing just flowed. Like we didn't, we had three live events in three different states, weekend after weekend, and nothing went wrong. Like not one thing. And I've been in events for years and shit goes wrong all the time. And so I, and I kept thinking about it a lot after it. Like why, why did that happen? Like how did that become so successful? Yeah. And it was funny when I reflected back because I think the reason, well, for me personally, I think the reason why I felt so comfortable doing it and so right was because for so many years prior, I always thought that my own business would be an events business because that was my background. But I spent so much time and energy on trying to figure out 
probably more the process or exactly how I wanted it to be or who my business partner was going to be and how I was going to get money for it and got really stuck in the nitty gritty of the detail. Whereas when it actually came to fruition and it happened, you and I, like all of those years ago, you and I had never even met. We didn't, we weren't even a person in each other's lives. And then all of a sudden we met and things just synced up. And Mm. this goal or this vision, I guess, that I'd had for so many years come to life. And it was because I think I'd let go of the control and the planning. And instead I just had this intrinsic belief that it will happen when it's meant to happen. Like there will be a live event and it will happen the way it's meant to. And now I look back and I'm like, I could never have even dreamt of it being half as incredible as it actually was. So I think more, you know, really tapping into those feelings of how you want to feel in that situation, but also just having that belief, that undoubtable belief that it will happen when it's meant to. So exactly what you said, trusting in the process and trusting that your heart will lead you to where it's meant to be. And also not getting too, like you said, like stuck on the tiny little details or how you're going to get there. Like when I look at anything in my life, literally where I am right now, um, you know, like at my age, how old am I? 25. <laughs> you're a baby. I forget every time. We don't need to talk about age right now. <laughs> how old are you, Mads? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no comment. Um, no, sorry. I just sidetracked a beautiful moment. Um <laughs> What I was going to say is like, when I think back at all the times I was planning and I had all these goals, how my life is now and how things came to fruition and all that, it has been so much better than I could ever have imagined. And like, what have I achieved and stuff like that. And so a hundred percent, like have that feeling, have that desire trust in the process and don't get too hung up on like the little things and the control. And it's funny, Mads, because I was the exact same with the events in regards to that year. Me and Mel had sat down and we're like, you know, this year and last year for me was all about community. And we had said that from the start, like even with my personal Instagram goals, like me and Mel would usually sit down and talk about, you know, I want to grow by this amount and all that sort of stuff. And our big thing for last year was community. Uh, We wanted to really focus on community and we did want to do some sort of live event in our head. We're like, oh, you know, is it a meetup or we couldn't even do it, but we just kind of like put it out there, left it, kept working hard during the year. And then the whole thing kind of came to be with like you, like I know you approached me and it all just came to be. And it literally, like you said, it just worked out better than I could have ever managed, imagined. And like the whole theme of community, like I couldn't think of a better way of that coming to be. Like our events were just like so much community, so much happiness and joy and coming together. Like, yeah, like it's all, it's even like me thinking the year is like community. And I was just thinking of like, you know, maybe creating a Facebook group or something like that. And then the end result being what it was, it's like, it's so crazy, but just having so much trust in that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, no matter what situation you're in right now or what I guess you're manifesting or you want your future to look like, it is really wholeheartedly believing in that process. And like we've just said time and time again, like don't get bogged up in the detail. Instead, Mm. like really tap into the way you want to feel, what you want to bring, like you wanted to connect community. You wanted that to be your main pillar. Connection, yeah. 
yeah, you did that on such a huge scale. So I think just really, yeah, trusting that we will get there when the time is right. Yeah. Well, I could chat to you forever, as you know, (laughs) but we might have to leave it there. Um, But thank you so much for coming back on the show. Always, always love chatting to you. Um, You are honestly just such an incredible inspiration to me. And yeah, I adore you. So thanks. Thanks, Mads. I really appreciate it. I know we literally could chat forever, me and you. It's ridiculous. Oh, no. (laughs) Should we also mention that uh, we're thinking of doing some little lives on Instagram with each other? Yeah, we are. Hopefully some details to come, guys, but just keep your eyes peeled because, yeah, we could chat all day. And I love hearing your opinion and how you say stuff because, honestly, like I feel like we definitely have very similar beliefs, but you will just say it in such a way that it almost like it's like an aha moment. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, I feel the same. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I feel exactly the same about you. And I love when when I think about you and I, I feel like we think the same way or we have the same approaches, but we both have our own take on it. Mm. And every time I read one of your captions or see something you're doing, I'm just like, all I think is, oh, I just love the way she thinks. Like I just, <laughs> I feel like you just take things to the next level. And I'm just like, every time I'm like, oh yes, I love that. I love the way she thinks. You so-, <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> you are so funny. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've loved it. Yeah. And guys, please, um, yeah, keep an eye out because we will have some lives coming to you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.